0: Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm
1: Sarah Becker. I'm Ben Howarth.
0: And I'm eating a fortune cookie. Great! Um, no, hello and welcome... Discovery to Discovery <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week we're going to be reviewing uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. So we've, uh, you know, me and we, we were talking this week and we were going to review The Foreigner and um, it's a very deeply depressing topic. For me, the foreigner been talking about the death knew it was of Hong be a Kong. Bummer. Yeah, <laughs> no I liked it or not. There's no win out of this for me. I did. I did like my thesis in college about cinema on like Hong Kong action cinema, and this is sort of the confirmation that it's never really going to happen. All my <laughs> dreams and loves and everything. So instead of going to see this movie, we saw an uplifting movie about a polyamorous, polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> It's the only way to salvage salvage my emotions. Um, <laughs> so instead, but first, we're going to talk about probably the most exciting trailer. I cannot believe Peter is not here to
2: talk about this trailer. I know, but Black no, we Panther. We should just got him on for just this. I
1: just talk about the trailer. I should. All,
2: we should have called Pe- him. Just know Peter is just an endless well of excitement and positivity, and it's adorable. Like you know, just yeah,
0: you yeah. can imagine. <laughs> no, I, I I think like I am as I I am as excited about Black Panther. Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not even remotely as excited about Black Panther as Peter, but I am very, it's, it's very impossible to be yeah. as
2: excited as Peter is. Like, it's just yeah. physically not. Yes,
0: no, no, and, and and well worth it on his part. Like, you know, and that's and that's one of the things. Like, but to the to the other extent of this, like, it's amazing to me, like how good the goddamn music in this movie is going to be.
2: I, I'm very I curious if they're going to allow, like, yeah, some more like um like rap songs and stuff like that in the actual. Movie because the trailers have both had awesome, awesome. It's
0: so outside the norm for Marvel. Um, But I feel like they're figuring it out a little bit because, like, they've done Guardians, and it looks like Thor is going to have a a more um, synth score as well. So I'm hoping they've, like, figured it out that, like, people want, like, a jazzier soundtrack and maybe some more pop culture reference music in there. Um, so I'm hoping this, like, confirms it. But, like, at the same time, I'm very worried that we end up with, like, v- like a very, like, tone tonal soundtrack that just sucks.
2: Yeah, very classic Marvel forgettable. Soundtrack. And then there's,
0: like, two or three songs that are, like, amazing. Yeah. And then on
1: the other hand, you have films like Guardians, which are full of... Like yeah. soundtrack music and it works really well and hopefully the studio has recognized that it works really well. So
2: Yeah, the only thing about Guardians is that Guardians at least there was like a diegetic reason why they had the music right. 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 So I, I just wonder if they right. are hopefully they're more comfortable like you said to just have pop like interesting songs just for interesting songs' sake. Or did they have like
0: do they have like, like some sort of diegetic like wakanda Well, I don't even want to go into this but that that i, I either way i believe African really
2: ex- style music would be Totally awesome too. I would be totally exactly like with
0: well. a little bit, but like with a high tech like synth bass through it. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. Like it's like <laughs> African style music that's gone like with like super technology, which is like, literally the point of the movie.
2: <laughs> like, would, like, yeah, yeah. Again, the Afrofuturism thing that would be really yes. Really yeah, is Afro
1: punk music a thing? Because it is, it is a thing. Yeah. Then really? that's what this movie should have. <laughs> And yeah, my, it's... you know, invalid white girl opinion. This is what this movie should have.
2: <laughs> invalid no, white girl opinion is my favorite blog.
0: It, um, well, I'll say this too, Sarah. Sometimes I talk to you and find out things that I just don't know exist. <laughs> It's like like now I'm just sitting here Googling Afro Punk music. Oh cool.
2: <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: Yes,
1: we all know what we're Googling after this podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would recommend I'd recommend checking out the, the documentary band called Death. They're sort of the starters of AfroPunk music. Ooh. It's a really cool documentary about the the band. Um oh, this, this, Yeah, this, this, I'm just it, really happy just to see like all the African styles that are coming into it all the black culture uh elements that are coming to this film just like uh, Michael B. Jordan just looks fucking awesome. <laughs> he just looks so damn cool and interesting. And all the fashion just looks fantastic. It's just going to be just a gorgeous visual splendor for my eyes. Which if, I'm, for. I'm
1: here for a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones is the costuming.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm very interested because Michael B. Jordan's character seems to me to be like, and in, in, especially with like him in this trailer being confirmed as wearing a Black Panther suit, which with the the gold accents is just super cool by the yeah. way uh, um, but like with him in a in like a suit as well like him being kind of like this dark black panther version and like them being in a comparison between the two of them like i i feel like to some extent like that's a typical bad marvel villain and yeah. and i'm not saying that i don't i think that he's going to be it but one of my things is like is like he the best version of that like you know mirror mirror Dylan style that I Marvel so, does it's,
2: an itch- it's a good way to do a good you know it's a very classic superhero trope but you're right like the worst example I think is Ant Man where it's just like oh, here's yellow yeah man <laughs> you know yeah
0: and here's a fun fucking thing and this is something that I was like getting very upset because uh in and Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder not in Pathfinder one of the favorite things that people love is oh man I can't spoil curse of the crimson throne okay uh it's gonna become relevant (laughs) shit um it's funny that like i have no respect for spoiling any movie but i have total respect for spoiling (laughs) dude curse of the crimson throne takes two and a half years to complete Oh my god yeah. Like that's, wow. that's a two and a half year campaign Just to, wow. if you like do every other weekend Like let's not talk about it Anyways but like the, the whole thing of like the villain I'm going to spoil it anyways god damn it I can't now um, <laughs> Like the whole thing of the villain Just like have going like you know there being some Outside force like Dr. Octopus when it's like The arms made him go crazy Like I hate that even though I love Spider-Man too, I hate, that's bad Villain writing where there's just some Stupid mechanical reason why they've like Lost their
2: faculties yeah, yeah, I, I I agree, and hopefully that's not the case. But I think the fact that he seems to have a lot more screen time in the trailers, hoping me to believe that it's it'll be a more interesting mirror than just I right. have my own suit, haha. Right,
0: and it, no, he comes across as complicated because he's teaming up with Claw.
2: Right, right,
0: and 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 I guess maybe this is like. I don't know if it's like I, – I, we're not going to – this is God damn it. Um This is the last place I want to be. But like what, what are the politics of Black Panther? Like is it – like clearly Wakanda is an isolationist state and the thought process was that the current Black Panther would be less isolationist. Does that make um, – Michael Jordan's my, my, Michael B. Jordan's character like more isolationist. Like, what? How does that work out with him working <laughs> the most with the cloth? Isolationist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So like black Trump essentially. Okay. This is oh, just black. going no. to that's, bad. That's not- bad fucking not. places no that is a
2: i'm sure someone will write that think piece whatever the movie actually is <laughs> like it, it's already it will, been written by it someone. will
0: not be me it will not be me <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. i have i, I have already i heart. already like just from this conversation i'm already like i just like i started talking about it and i was like oh i hate it i hate every bit about it <laughs>
2: I, I actually wrote a, a just for fun there's this really funny youtube series called the onion film standards done by the onion and it's like a parody of like sort of pretentious film reviews and he always goes down some weird tangent that's crazy like for the hunger games he just talks about all the cute boys uh, in <laughs> the movie um and i wrote one where he's like i just can't figure out what where trump analogy fits in with logan i just can't figure it out i know i have to find <laughs> it somewhere but I just can't find it. <laughs> like, it just feels like that's what so many film reviewers are doing right now. I'm like, okay, every movie is a Trump. Okay.
0: No, no, no. And, and I and I agree to that. It's like ridiculous, and I'm like doing it right now. But like, it's like it's so. Sometimes it's so easy. It's so. That's the problem. It's, it's so, so easy. Because easy, it's just like any sort of context where there's just like isolationism. Trump. Well, and we are like, at a
2: very odd point right now. where we're we're just I feel like at the tail end of the the movies made before Trump's election. So all of them are not on purpose about Trump. You know what I mean? Uh, oh,
0: you're moves. right. There's no way in production cycle that this would be about it. Like, that, that is true. Maybe like the it's-
2: early parts of his campaign, but nothing now you know and like so the movies next year and the year after the ones we're going to start seeing the very direct which is so
0: which is so interesting because discovery to me feels like a direct interpretation of it but like there's no way in, in Star Trek's like process of making this show that that was in the mindset
2: no I mean I think they started filming like in like September of last year, you know? Yeah, okay, alright okay. we're,
0: we're, we're way the fuck off track, and we actually have a good movie to talk about. Uh, uh, <laughs> so this week, yeah, this week we saw Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, uh, the unconventional life story of Dr. William Marston, Harvard psychologist and inventor. Uh, oh, sorry. And the relationship between his wife and his lover, who, become, who became her lover after his death that inspired the iconic superheroine Wonder Woman. It's a pretty short synopsis. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh,
2: That's okay. Wh- I, I, I found a different one. If you want me to read that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me just get some, give me some more detail.
2: Uh, so this is the one I have. Uh, Professor Marston is a renowned psychologist, and inventor who lives a polyamorous life with his wife Elizabeth and their lover Olive. Marston, fascinated by the superior boom of the 1930s, comes up with the character Woman Woman, a feminist ideal that young girls can look up to based on Olive. However, his work is criticized for its perceived sexual deviancy, and he will have to fight to keep his home life secret during an impressive time in American culture. That was from the uh, Reddit official discussion, which that was a little better. Yeah, that's but...
0: good. That's a good place to... I should pull from
2: there, you know? I noticed that's the guy good... tends to like... Um... I don't know, he does good ones, I feel like. Uh, but anyways... Um... So yeah, this is an interesting film. Um, I feel like I'll just start off because I, I think I introduced both you guys. No,
0: movie. no, no, no. You helped me out, and I was flagging. <laughs> I was I was flagging bad there on that on that synopsis. Like it ended, and I was like, "Damn!" Was, <laughs> right. Please take it away, Ben. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. These
2: these biopics have the worst synopsises. Every time I look no, they they up, they're do. like they're always like the true story, and then and that would change. Like, well, just tell me what happens. Oh, my God. Well, like, yeah. and
0: and and I think this this. Is I think functionally this is its own story, whether or not it's true or not is very unimportant to the success of this piece, is I think what I'm going to say personally about it after the fact.
2: Right. There's going to be a lot of articles that I would recommend people check out on, on what is right. true and what is not true about this film because it definitely takes a lot of liberties. But I was particularly uh, excited for this film because about a year ago I heard the podcast uh, uh, Imaginary World, which is a really good podcast about science fiction and fantasy stuff. Really good short podcast, highly recommended. Um, and uh, they did one on Wonder Woman because the Wonder Woman movie was uh, was, was you know sort of ramping up in production. And uh, I had no idea that the guy who created Wonder Woman basically created this as like a big crazy feminist BDSM ideal of like his vision of like what life should be because this is what he was living—that he was you know in this polyamorous relationship. And uh, with his wife and uh, their lover Olive, and that Wonder Woman was sort of based on Olive, and their his theories, uh, which we'll talk about his dis theory about dominance versus submission, and uh, and sort of the various levels of that, and how that played into BDSM, and there's all this stuff. I was like, whoa! Like it just blew my mind that like because I always kind of I didn't know the history of Wonder Woman that it had this sort of like infamous first run, then she got right. all her superpowers taken away, became kind of like this. Uh, classic housewife version, which is really bad, and then sort of was re discovered in the seventies as like this new feminist ideal and has since been like kind of reexamined in that way, right? Made more and, of a modern superhero. And
0: I and I need to say as well, like t- one of the other things that I want to say. Th- this is all true, but at the same time, like the current incarnation of Wonder Woman has very little to do with Marston's original icon, like the iconography. Yeah, she seems there. more like a
2: classic superhero now with. Exactly.
0: No, and that and that wasn't that was to, and that was the issue when all of them started becoming like uh like members of the JLA and the JLA became the big selling comic as opposed to that they became like parts to a team as opposed to. People selling their own individual comics, and that's the thing is like like Batman becomes ridiculous when he joins the JLA. That's like the you know right. what who can do it <laughs> Batman can is Station. because <laughs> you know? it, it goes from being a comic book about like a normal human detective to being just like the person that has all the fucking answers. <laughs> like <laughs> right, the, and, the and, and that's and that, and yeah. And, and Wonder Woman had a similar change. It was more subtle though, in terms of the style of like what she was. Um, where she became the female part of the triumvirate, and then at the point that she was the representative of women inside kind of the the kind of the I guess the JLA pantheon of gods, she became representative of woman in a bigger way. Even though she always was. Like the element is always the iconography is always there, and that's the point about that's awesome about Marston is that clearly he was playing with the iconography to begin with
2: yeah and uh and I think that's what makes um this very interesting is is it, it's it's not so much a very traditional biopic as much as it is sort of half an erotic drama and half uh about t- about a group of people realizing that they all love each other and having to deal with that feeling and having to appreciate what that yeah. means and how they're gonna love each other and be with each and other And deal
1: with society's views on that feeling
2: yeah totally it's really and then it's also sort of a reinterpretation of well not reinterpretation but like a a way of showing how that life became the iconography of wonder woman you know there's a very uh interesting scene i loved where they're doing like uh, because he invented the lie detector another crazy thing about this guy's life um and he has uh, olive set up to a lie detector and it's very clearly sort of like she's in a sort of bondage because has this wire that goes over her breasts and then uh But it's, like, sort of focusing in on her, and it's like, oh, that's how, like, the lasso of truth, because it's, like, a mix of bondage and truth, and, like, you see how that kind of becomes that iconography later on, so... Um, it's doing both these things for her sort of a- and
0: talking about the bracelets and uh as of now, the Wikipedia thing talking about the bracelets has no citation. <laughs> Sorry, <Not really. laughs> I feel like somebody edited that from the movie so right like, right <laughs> oh, um the wiki- I, I i'm I'm going through here and looking at kind of the citations on Wikipedia, and I very much feel like this page is in flux <laughs> like right now. <laughs> like because i was like i was like did that actually happen where's the source for this and then i look and i was like source so What needed. is
1: the truth
2: <laughs> shit yeah and and the, and the problem is marston's never had a very good biography because he lived a secret life and it's all it's it's pretty much confirmed that, that it, it was it's, true it's that secret it's a lot of secrets <laughs> there's know? a lot
0: of secrets we don't really
2: know what happened and we're not sure if there are these three women some people say there are more women who are involved um and those so are these two women one man um and uh Anyway, so it, it, it very clearly Angela Robinson found that there's not that much actual info and decided to make her own basic story and explore more of the ideas of polyamory and dominance and the disc theory and things like that. So I feel like that's what brought you to it, Sarah. So I'm kind of curious what you you particularly thought of the film because I feel well, like you I, came from that angle.
1: Yeah, I uh, I I know next to nothing if literally nothing about the quote real history behind the creation of Wonder Woman but just as an independent piece I really liked this movie a whole lot because I mean, first of all, I minored in psychology. I ended up majoring in music, but I originally went into college thinking I was gonna be a psych major. And so when he comes in and he's a, you know, professor of psychology and has this disc theory, which I, you know, totally understand where the character's coming from and agree with and all of that, I'm like, yes, personality <laughs> psychology, I am here for it. Yes, <laughs> all good. And then one of the other things multitude of things that I really liked about this movie is I mean not only the positive and in my opinion respectful representation of you know a polyamorous relationship but even on a broader sense a queer relationship but also in in this film even though it's called Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman like it's very clear that Professor Marston is intended or at least marketed as the main protagonist of this film, but so much time is also spent on the relationship between Liz and Olive. It really did feel like an equal three way relationship. And I just thought that was really well done and it was much more well done than I expected it to be.
0: Specifically specifically Liz to mm-hmm. me at times definitely feels like the true main character, if you will. Yeah. Like like sense, Olive yeah. Yeah, Olive is definitely, like, the, like, kind of the, I guess, the initiative. And she's very much characterized, I'll say that. Uh, But at the same time, I do feel like, you know, and it's his experience of, like, Marston's, I mean, the way that I feel like is the best part about Marston is the way that he handles the control being passed off from him to Liz. And and that dynamic between their already loving relationship and between the three of them, like, how that works was what made it polyamorous and good for me because there's million there's tons of shit out there with polyamorous relations actually i'm just there's not actually a ton of shit out there about polyamorous yeah, relationship saying, unless you're me unless then unless you're gonna do anime and that's not let's not get let's not go there uh, let's better. not go there but no, no. um the but
2: anime always 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 pushing boundaries <laughs> it's, it, we
0: we are but just in terrible ways <laughs> hey, it's something. like well will i'll i love it and i'll cop to it <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know yeah. if you ever if you ever if I, either I always, of you guys have ever seen love stage
0: it. uh and it's amazing it's an amazing uh like gay romance um about uh you know about a like a like kind of this guy but one like in the first fucking episode there's like it's just like Pure sexual abuse. And then it goes on just to have a lovely romantic story that's great, but you can't get over that <laughs> Like first my first episode. <laughs> no, it happens. It's just like, he like loses his mind in classic anime fashion. And he's just like so lust driven by him. And it's like, uh. you're like, oh, God. <laughs> but then the rest of it's really, really good. And it's terrible <laughs> because you well, can't always- erase.
2: I always (laughs) joked. I wanted to see a movie that was like about a love triangle and people fighting and they all just end up together. (laughs) Like that's always been like, (laughs) what I've always just dreamed of to see that movie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the part that's where I'm like fighting in this movie because it's, on the one hand is a very typical biopic. It has sort of these, you know, sweeping scenes. It has a scene of like a, a total straw man lady being like, I hate everything about you. And he's like, "Ah, I will tell you all the things that are wrong with society. Um, but on the other hand, this movie fucking ends with a guy telling his wife, trying to convince his wife that he should spend the rest of the hit her life with their girlfriend. That's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> like I never thought I would see that in a movie released in a thousand theaters. Uh, and unfortunately, it didn't make a lot of money. But like, um, but the fact that it got made and it is out there and people can see it, I think is 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 really cool and it's just again like like sarah said i think the best part about it is as a very respectful very emotional very well acted uh, uh portrayal of being in a relationship obviously at the time and dealing with the social issues as well as dealing with sort of the the weird acceptance of it and accepting that it's okay to love two people at the same time and if if that's how you feel that you can Love someone, obviously. Um, And so that's, I think, the best value of it. And... So for me, it's like a ten on that because like it's what I've always well, wanted to see. Okay, all right. And I'm gonna take, super I, happy. I have to.
0: I have to. Let me just pose this <laughs> back to you because I know. I know where this is going, and I agree with you here. And I think that what the one of the things I want to say is like clearly, you know, its existence and the meaning behind it of its own existence and kind of what's happening in the film, the depiction of this style of relationship are all amazing things, and the fact that it exists at all is just mind blowing with perspective on the actual filmmaking elements what do you think as a whole cuz i agree with you about the acting i think i think they're great i think that they have and they they do a really good job of selling that romance cuz let's be honest if they don't sell that romance this this film falls flat on its face uh yeah, right. without that and they and that's the thing it's like there's nothing to be said about the actors and their performance but what do you think of the Overall, film t- telling techniques as a whole.
2: For the most part, I I, I do like them. The, so I think my one complaint is that I I hate movies that have and a lot of my picks do this. They have two framing devices, which really annoys right. me because there's the disc framing device, which I liked a lot more, and then there's the much more classic one, which I expected, which is the uh, it's a, it's a woman who's in charge of like like the family council or something like that. Who yeah. Wants to, uh, and, and this is true like there was a Just whole a total bitch and sorry
0: I don't mean this is not like the time to use. oh but I mean that's what this, she is in the context of this empowering <laughs> like, movie but, but you know what I mean that's her
2: role I mean let's be frank that is no, her no, no. role and, yeah. and even if I totally disagree with her like it, it is very much a, a classic sort of like straw man like a, a punching bag character to like yell at and uh, um. and so that's my thing where it's like i thought the disc was a lot more interesting i thought it was a lot more clever so like when you know he would write you know submission and then it would you would like think about how this is like their submissive part of their relationship versus the compliant part of the relationship versus the inducement part of their relationship you know and i thought that was a lot better weaved in versus like whenever we cut to her it just felt a lot more thudding and obvious and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah
0: I-, I think that's the thing is i think that there's I think that it's a cool representation. I think that it may be a touch thematically garbled is probably where I come from. Like the themes, like the themes are in parent, like there's, it has so much good to say and so much good to put out there and every, and it's very careful about how it says it. But like at the end of the thing, like I was like, yeah, that was really, really good. I don't know necessarily what I personally was supposed to take away from the film other than polyamory is a great thing. (laughs) which which is which is fine but there were other elements in there like with elements of the bonding and i don't bondage and i don't think that came out perfectly other than from the you know finding yourself and feeling okay with yourself to explore your own fetishes
2: yeah i, I think the one part for me that worked that, that just gave it a little bit extra because i totally agree with you i kind of have like a, a like i for biopics i tend to want them to um to not just tell the story, obviously visually to see a story and to emotionally connect with it is good. And mm-hmm. there's value in that. And quite frankly, more people watch a movie than read a book about them. I get that. Um, so more people will learn about them through a film.
0: Yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fine. It is. It uh, is what it is. <laughs> I don't
2: read as many biopics as, as many biographies as i do watch movies i admit it so you know
0: like no it's, i i funny story i just got yelled at for like like 20 minutes like and in the, in the last animania with the oda bros about not reading the manga <laughs> like, <laughs> like they were like you would understand if you read the manga it's so good i'm like god damn it like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who like, has that kind of
0: tie? <laughs> it's, it's like it goes on forever. It's a shonen. <laughs> that shit comes out monthly. <laughs> Sorry,
2: all right, but, but well, that's, but, that's yeah. the problem with manga. It's monthly or every three years, and you're like, what?
0: Or <laughs> if it's like, if it's like, I don't know, like Berserk. It's like we're gonna go on hiatus for like two and a half years, and like we
2: <laughs> fucking fuck Let's to talk about it. Yeah, um, <sighs> just. <laughs> so i think this one does have so for me like i said i prefer if a biopic doesn't just tell the story but has sort of interesting angle that's why i really like the recent movie battle of sexes because i feel like that movie acknowledges that the actual event is very cinematic and so it focuses more on the interior life of the characters and it gives me something that i don't think i would have gotten out of just reading the book you know um. Yeah. So I, I can see where you're saying that. I think for me, what really worked is the visual iconography in the movie. The way oh, she yeah. kind of that was in so good. The uh, the the use of like the lie detector into the bondage, or uh, her like in this Amazonian fetish outfit coming out with the lights out, and oh. she's basically Wonder Woman, but also like this gorgeous, you know, leather queen. And then like, and then like this is, and again, a really nice subtle moment where this little. Little nice visual magic trick she does, where she shows the three of them in bed together at one point from this high angle, and then later when they've uh, when Olive has there's like a fight and then Olive has to leave the house for a while. Uh, they show two people in bed together, and somehow two people feels lonely, and it's like that's really clever because usually you have like one person in the bed feels lonely. Oh, and if, fact
0: if, you like, if you like, sleep with your significant other, you know, right? There, <laughs> it doesn't matter how big the bed is. Like when you're like hot and sweaty in August, there is not enough space in that bed. <laughs> don't, I don't. I don't give a shit if you have like two California kings. Like shoved together, there is not enough space. <laughs>
2: Jack's like, I can't do polyamory. There's not enough bed space. <laughs> no, just,
0: I need my space. I'm a cuddler, like twenty five percent of the time. other seventy five percent. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's true.
2: It's true. You cuddle the first twenty minutes and be cute, and then you're like, all right, I gotta sleep. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I'm a little, and
0: I'm a, I'm a little sweaty. You know what? I'm a sweaty person. Sorry, it's just true. It's all my partners true. have there been. There was one night. Too.
1: There was one night back in like. April or May when I was staying at my girlfriend's house and she didn't have central air conditioning and also her window unit went out.
3: Oh boy.
1: That was, I did not sleep that night and I was like basically naked in bed like two feet away from Katie and just like it is too hot I cannot handle it oh my god
0: one of the other things too is that I love you but I'm
2: sleeping in the refrigerator yeah
0: right I I aggressively have to get into bed before Katie does because she she sheeps sideways like literally sideways (laughs) and it's just like she like she's she's like a freaking compass and the compass is the (laughs) compass is pointed north laterally to our bed at all times like and it's just like once you get in there and you have to move her like you, you you're in for like a face pounding. Like it's just like it's bad. I'm just okay. You know, don't worry. I'm not. I'm not being abused. I swear. <laughs> it's, it's totally cool. <laughs> Sorry. Probably sharing too much. Uh, luckily she doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> All right. Um. No, but like I, I'm trying to figure out where else because I, I don't have anything specific about this movie that I dislike. I think the lighting. It. I think it's like well put to. No. Okay. So. Yeah, I think this is the difference. I think it's well put together and it has a lot of emotional to show, but I think like on the scale of Blade Runner to Back to the Future, which I swear to god is going to be a thing. <laughs> oh, it god. suffers on the on the Back to the Future end of like events following because it's because it's following somebody's life, things don't necessarily feel like they follow scene to scene as well. Do you know what I mean?
2: I can agree with that. I, I- I'm curious if you would agree with this there, too. Like I feel like it maybe would have been better as like a mini series, like a part. Yeah. Oh, that would part. be sexy as shit. Mm. You know, just put it like, on HBO yeah. yeah. were, were and some then big like we don't have to time. have any like fade outs. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was some mm. fade outs. Though some of the montages were pretty pretty clever and and cute. Actually, I have
1: to talk about one of the montages. <laughs> Go to town. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's there's the montage where I th- um where they've all moved into their new house. And I think it's the one that starts with all of the the boys playing with their little toy airplanes. And it's basically just a montage of this, we'll call them a thruple. I know that's not an official term, but that's what the internet calls them. (laughs) Um, And they're just having like a normal life. And it's great. And there is this one scene, like I I went to go see this movie with my girlfriend and there's this one just short scene. It's like five or 10 seconds in this montage where Liz comes home from being a secretary and Olive, you know, is waiting at the door and she's wearing an apron and they basically have this hi honey, I'm home moment and Liz, Liz like gives her a quick kiss and Olive says something about the kids or like suppers on the table or something. And it's just like this beautiful normal little life thing but with two women and i just like shaking katie's hand of like that's what i want
3: Aww. and
1: i've never seen that before in a, on a movie and it's great <laughs> and of course katie's first response to that was you can't cook
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i'm like that's it's true, idea, but that's hun. not the point. <laughs> not the point,
3: <laughs> it's, it's I'll learn it's, to
0: cook. So yeah, too.
1: I just, basically when I had the, the, that was my biggest emotional reaction in this film was just seeing, you know, for that scene, we'll call it a lesbian relationship, doing something the, you know, quote unquote average American thinks as no, thinks of as normal. Yeah. Or at least, you know, did in the 1940s. No, yeah. that's, that's definitely
2: it's element great. I could see. Like, I definitely agree that that's the part that is that is interesting. Just watching them like raise their kids is like really exciting. Yeah. Just to see like yeah. two moms and a dad raise a kid, you know. However, yeah. uh, and maybe
0: that's the maybe that's where it's catching me off, but not as bad. Like, I agree that I like everything about it, but like, uh, maybe it's putting the tension and success and kind of the pullback on it in weird and like unusual places, if you will. Like, it's a it's it's a victory just that they get to raise their kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. that's like why from beat to beat, like the beats feel like they're in different places. Again, I'm not, this is not like a full criticism for me. I'm really not criticizing this movie. I, I, I really just like, it's very interestingly constructed at times. And, and and I agree, like straight up two framing devices is bad. That's just bad. It's, mm-hmm. it's,
2: it, it might be, you know, I, I think <laughs> once I had a friend who had a play that got reviewed and, and, he pointed out that the review called it overstuffed. And I was like, well, overstuffed isn't the worst criticism in the world. Just means he had a lot of ideas. So I'll right, give this right. one the overstuffed criticism because clearly no. it has a lot it's trying to do. It's talking about polyamory. It's talking about BDSM. It's talking about wonderful. It has it's to make up the for the lack code. of existence
0: of any movie like it. <laughs> right. It's,
2: it's, yeah. it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of movie. And, um, and because of that, I, I do feel like it can kind of resort to things like I, the other thing that I got kind of tired of was that it was always, um, it was always like thing happens that scares them. Uh, Liz gets freaked out and yells at Olive. Olive gets very sad. Marston convinces them to get back together. Like that happened like three or four times. And towards yeah. the end, I was like, I, and I want I exactly. like kind of relying on that a little.
0: Yeah, much. and it's also like I didn't, I didn't necessarily enjoy him as the glue or that interpretation. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe, I and I also was like, I maybe I wasn't as thrilled from the existence of the polyamorous relationship as I was thrilled from the existence of the, like the lesbian relationship, or I, at least well, I find, I, I find quite, Liz frankly,
2: the, the director is a lesbian woman. So she might've just found that more interesting as well. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and that's totally fair. Like you, you, you write like people write better what they know. And, and it's not like well actually that's you know that's bull crap people can write good relationships anytime I I
2: don't want to I don't want go well, here what but... you know can sometimes be exactly it's just like it's or... yeah
0: it, you you can give it better better life and I think that like from my point of view like I find the internal Olive Liz relationship way more compelling
1: yes
2: no I'd agree with that and- yeah.
1: Now, now for me, I'm glad to hear you both say that because for me, I honestly couldn't tell you if I felt that way because I am a lesbian and I'm enjoying all of this representation.
0: No, no I, <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think, no, it's the surprise, think is, up.
2: Is Marston is like the weakest character of the three? I think, right. Sort of interesting. Well, way. it's like the
1: BDSM guy says he's a submissive. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and but also, he's, but also, he's POV.
1: Luke Evans. <laughs> Right. Just Luke Evans. I love that they have the or just I love Luke Evans as an actor because he is a good actor, but on top of that he is an openly gay, good, successful, famous actor. And that just makes me happy from a representation standpoint. No,
2: right. Absolutely. And, uh, and he has really good chemistry with women, so like damn yeah. like, you know, like he, he he came across to me as like very into those relationships, which is which is impressive. And I yeah. don't think mm-hmm. either Rebecca Hall or, or um uh uh Bella Hellcoat I have her name. No, Bella yeah, code is is queer, but you know, I don't want to assume. But anyways, like at the very least, whatever their personal preferences, they uh, they had incredible chemistry together, which like you said is very tough for not only two people but three people. Like yes. and if you don't have that for this right. movie, this movie falls apart, no question. Yeah,
0: and, and that's the thing is like if any of the chemistry didn't work, it would make it feel like, like one of the things that is amazing to me about the relationship is and because I'm again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing the fact that Luke Evans feels like out of the part. I just find one of the relationships more compelling, but it, but you know, all three of them have to work. Cause if there's any moment that any of the relationships don't work, it's like, I'm just saying like functionally polyamorous relationships are, are, are like, to me, if you like, if I had not seen this movie and like, you're like, Oh, represent this in like a cool way. I'd be like, Oh, that's super fucking hard. like. <laughs> Yeah. It's, like, it's this is really really super tough. hard. And it just, and it like, just from a literal standpoint, it means more characters to
2: develop. Or just, just to a technical standpoint of how do you block a sex scene with three people? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, that's like, that was, that's, that's, those, like a those were
1: all really good scenes, though. <laughs> yes, they, they were. They were. They're they were. Good <laughs> <job>. <laughs> well, I, I, I went
2: to the, uh, cause I always have to pee in movies. I went to the bathroom. I texted Sarah. I was like, so. Wonder Woman just had sex with a GI who's who's, who's like uh, tied up, and like a woman in a leopard print outfit is making out with her to one of my favorite songs of all time. I think I love this movie. Yes. <laughs> like, this well,
1: Katie like... had to leave at one point. I think she got a phone call. Or maybe she had to go to the bathroom too. I don't know. And she came back to uh, Olive spanking her sorority sister and oh, looking wow, up seems... very suggestively at Liz. And Katie just kind of looks at me like, "What have I missed?" <laughs> <laughs> <This movie laughs>
0: That's true if you went to the bathroom at the wrong time it did kind of go to like 11 really quickly it did <laughs> and that's actually another like good thing to this movie's credit the fact that like i didn't expect it to really like i didn't expect it to go as far as it did in terms of like actual showing like i made an hbo joke earlier but like i don't know i like i think, I think if think it was any more gratuitous it would have been bad
1: yeah
2: no it was just it was it was central enough for that it wasn't hiding from it. I think you're right. She has to play this tough game, the director, because oh, it's Im- if you hide from it, then it's like, oh, are you ashamed of your subject matter? And then if you do too much, it's just porn, you know? It's a,
0: one of the things, like, I like this movie mostly because, like, like this movie is impossible. Like It's really hard. Like, like it's really hard. And that's the only thing is, like, because, like, I start thinking about how I would go about doing this, and I'm like, no like i would just (laughs) i would just write those things out of my script because i would think that they were too hard to do which is bad on my part but at the same time like you have to like give her the respect for putting together both like just creating like impossible blocking situations for herself as well Maybe
1: lesbians need to direct more movies (laughs) i'm not Uh, saying
0: okay i I, i'm I'm giving her risk well i see what you're saying sir sorry i
2: think uh i think it's just funny that she's the uh uh, her last theatrical movie was Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny to me.
0: <laughs> Guys, that's actually like not a terrible movie.
2: <laughs> I, I it's not, watch it now.
0: it's it's not like
2: okay I, i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna like i've I, i've seen this because like you know children um <laughs> but like one of the things is i did oh like by the way last weekend i did a uh, i did a one-year-old's birthday party i did like photography for it it was really it was a really big friend of my family but it was really fascinating because they did a cowboys and indians theme and it and it <laughs> it was it was fascinating anyways um, but they had uh they had like different movies on in the background and like like essentially it was just an excuse for like grown-ups to get together and drink and watch like pixar movies
3: which was, yes which was like
0: really threw me off cuz essentially they just had a bunch of one-year-olds there but they're too young to remember anything so all these one like all these dudes were just like all these dudes and women were just sitting around drinking and watching like wally <laughs> And, Like really getting into it, and I was just like, "This is not what I expected."
1: But well, for the record, Wally is my favorite Pixar movie. No, so like, good just, choice.
0: Totally good agreed. Choice. And I was just sitting there going, "This is I don't know," because I was like, "It was." They were like, "Oh, it's a Cowboys and Indians theme party," and I was like, "I will take the money, and then I will be done." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like he's like he's ve- he's he's a very good friend of mine. And I was like, I was like, shit. Okay. <laughs> but okay uh moving on but the point is is that like you know in terms of i forget what my point
3: was
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know
2: i'm just glad she's 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 gonna i hope she does more movies because i think she's a very talented uh visual filmmaker and she's worked on a lot of tv and stuff like obvious like things you would expect like the l word and she did that a really good lesbian web series called girl trash which i liked um yeah so i'm glad that i hope I'm sorry that this movie didn't make any money, but I think it'll get rediscovered on Netflix. This kind of feels like uh, a perfect. Is, this,
0: is cult, this is cult classic bait. Um, oh, yeah. I think the one queer of the community is going to find
2: this, and they love it, you know?
0: Go nuts. It, it like, it's gonna, I'm comfortable saying that this movie achieved the only thing that it was ever going to achieve, which was becoming part of like the cultural zeitgeist.
2: Yeah. And, it'll and find I think its that's voice you know, down the line, I think yeah.
0: exactly. And and it may, I, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm actually mostly curious, having seen something like this, where I have no doubt that it eventually will find it, like how long it takes to get there.
2: That's a good question. That's, that's why I've, I don't think anyone from Annapurna will hear this, but please sell this to Netflix because that's how people discover stuff. It just is. No, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it'll be. Yeah. Well and, and also, also if
1: you sell it to Netflix then I can watch it again whenever I want. <laughs>
0: yeah. And one with of the my other-
1: girlfriend and not with my mother because I couldn't handle that.
0: Jesus Christ. I actually watched <laughs> this movie in
2: a theater with old people and they did not leave, so thank you, old people. I mean awesome. I'm, I'm impressed on yeah. you. <laughs> I,
0: I you know what? I, uh, I I feel like I feel bad because I, I don't give old people credit
2: anymore. Yeah, um, I know.
0: Yeah. And and I honestly think that they're like you know, like some of the like I guess, like maybe it's like when I was growing up. Like now, what I consider old people is different. So
3: maybe right. it's just like
0: I, my own expectation of who is and is not old has changed enough that like I've out aged into a class of people that more enjoy younger movies. Right. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Well, I need to remember still, I'm in like Burbank. I'm still very, like in a little. place. Oh, so.
0: you, yeah, well, you, have, you have old movie, like movie fogies, so yes. Right, you have, exactly. You do better than like, like people that like holler in the screen in Durham, North Carolina. It's, oh God, it's happened more than once.
2: Oh, boy. yeah.
0: Yeah, let's not talk about it. All right, let's go ahead and move on to scores real fast, unless there's anything else that you guys have to say about this.
2: No, I think I, I think we covered it all. Yeah.
0: yeah, I there's not. It's cool, and and it's one of those things where it's like I'm really glad this exists, but it's not doing anything revolutionary in terms of the film design. But it is like in itself revolutionary.
2: In subject matter, yeah, totally.
0: Exactly, and more just the difficulty of putting it together would be my takeaway point. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But all right. one other thing, though, what do you think of Marston being POV the
2: POV character per se?
3: Hmm.
1: Is he? Well, I both, feel like...
2: both the frame stories around him, like him giving me the lecture on disc theory and, and yeah. him talking to the Comics Bureau lady.
0: Yeah. I mean... I agree with you to some extent that like the action is, is around Liz's transformation. Mm -hmm. But, but like, I think that's the point is like, Marston doesn't seem to change to me, which I think is like, you know, again, that's why the, the story, the satisfacting, the satisfactory part of the story is Liz's transformation. And Marston is just like an objective observer of that transformation. And that's why that, like, it makes me feel like he is the POV character. He's like the, Audience's input into this relationship.
2: I think it kind of works because it's like almost secretly than Elizabeth. Yeah, and, all the stories, and that, that would
0: be what, well, that's what I'm, I think, like, I don't like him. Like, you know, if you say that he's the, you know, the POV character into this like triple way relationship, it feels like somehow voyeuristic, but it's like hidden. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like if I think about it too hard, I dislike it. <laughs> but then, like, when I watch it, I love it. You know what I mean? Right.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think it works better on, like, screen than maybe it does talking it out loud on yeah. paper.
0: Because that, that's another thing that, like, if, like, if, like, there's so much about this movie that, like, if you handed me a script of it, I'd be like, mm, this will never fly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even, like, as a negative thing, just, like, as, as like, a I can't see that working. And it does. So, again, there's, I'm just very impressed by the by the script.
2: Yeah. Same.
0: Same. All right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and do scores. Ben, you're up first.
2: Uh, yeah. So, so. So I've thought about it emotionally and I've thought about it logically. <laughs> so I've come down on a, uh, on an 8 out of 10. Um, I'm, uh, I'm very impressed with this film, obviously on the social level. Uh, I'm very impressed by the acting. It's a very tough job from all three lead performances. Rebecca Hall is one of my favorite actresses. I don't know if I mentioned that. And so anytime I get to see her in a great performance, it's just very exciting. Um, and... Uh, just really good chemistry and very sensitive portrayal of the issues that said, I do recognize it as a very idealized version and that uh, what little we do know of Marston's relationship, he is Mm -hmm. not quite the perfect 2010s progressive dude that he's portrayed in this movie. I get it's a little bit of fantasy, but I think it's also an interesting idea to sort of recontextualize this very famous uh, iconic character from her original roots which which are are sort of well known um and uh i think the way she plays the visual iconography and shows how those roots are built uh, as well as just doing things that are just really exciting like showing a a queer couple um uh, being a, uh in a in a regular sort of what we consider traditional relationship um and just seeing like really sweet moments and like there's an, one little scene that i didn't mention there's a nice scene where um liz is pregnant and olive is talking to her and she's like touching her stomach and then will marks in and they all smile together and it's just like a really sweet communal moment between people that love each other and that's what i literally appreciate about the movie as well as i just think like i said it's a difficult thing i just think the biggest problem is it's overstuffed it just got a lot it wants to do um and so maybe i understand why she probably could never have made it a miniseries series. <laughs> Because I feel like she sold to HBO, they'd be like, "There needs to be so many more tits," you know. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and that was the thing about the
1: sex scenes; like, there was there was absolutely no question as to what was going on. But in my view, they were all very tastefully yeah. done. Like, yes. you don't have to show it, it, tits. Or they, they, yeah. they we may have seen Olive's breasts at one point, but it wasn't like
2: the shivvy. Is I like. don't know.
1: Yeah, it wasn't Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, compare maybe. that to light, to to blue as the warmest color. There's a big difference. Yeah, I, I, no oh question. god, maybe this is um, my. Oh, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. no go no. ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'll just quickly just rush up and say, uh, uh, I was just very impressed with the film, even if it was a little overstuffed. And I think it could have been maybe cleaned up a little bit. She did a lot, and it's a very impressive film, and it's it's one that I think will will be rediscovered by by certain. Uh, people in the queer community and, and appreciate it for that and that makes me very happy so it's just a film that i'm at least glad that it exists uh even if not everyone <laughs> it. bless you
0: thank you sorry uh, sarah you're up next yeah.
1: i also give professor marston and the wonder women an eight um for all of the reasons that ben so eloquently described um yes there are some issues with it and overstuffed is the word you have both used and I I agree with that. But at the same time, it just has did so many things so well in terms of cinematography, staging, lighting. Um a lot of the storytelling was very good, I thought. And you know, for me at the end of the day, you guys have heard me scream about Lexa for the last like two <laughs> year and a half, two years, whatever, but Movies like this are the good reason of that age old saying representation matters and this movie just does it so well. It is for me with the exception of perhaps Carol, I don't know, but in in a you know film that was shown in major cinemas around the country, it is to me the best the most positive and respectful representation of a queer relationship. And not only that, but they have a happy ending. I mean, yes, the text comes up at the end saying, you know, Will Marston died of cancer at age 47 or whatever, however old he was. But Brutal. in Brutal terms of just cancer, yeah, yeah. But in terms of, you know, the story that happens within the context of the film, it gets a happy ending. <laughs> a polyamorous group of people having a happy ending. <laughs> I cannot believe it's great
0: so maybe okay so here's here's i i give it a seven out of ten and maybe this is the thing is that like i don't i just i don't expect movies to present such positive outcomes period and that's one of those things that's like it throws me it keeps throwing me off guard i'm not saying it's bad i just think that like like it's like we see some of the same stories it's like typically you want the individual to be tortured in some sort of way. And that, and and it's doing that to like normalize it. And I understand that and appreciate what the movie is trying to do, but it's such a different tact than what for me is usually like the, the point of movies is to create drama and you create internal drama. And this is so striving so hard to not create drama at easy points to progress the structure or the meaning that the movie wants to progress, which is cool. But I just think that it has such an, at times it's doing something so awkward and I understand that because like frankly like if this was I'm not saying that like this is the way to present this movie because like if it was like the drama can he handle two women <laughs> like I would no be, it'd be fucking awful but
2: if he can handle two women that would be really
0: bad yeah well I've yeah. tried to make it as bad as possible <laughs> um, you, you, <laughs> d- you nailed it <laughs> right I know yes. exactly I know exactly what this thing is like it's like <laughs> but that's my point is like it it doesn't it has such a non-traditional narrative structure I'm not sure that I like the structure I like what the story it's telling, do you know what I mean? And I understand why sure, it tells it, and I and I totally agree with that. But I just think, from my purposes, like watching it, I'm like, what's happening? And that's the thing is, like, I was kind of in this movie, like expecting the other shoe to drop. That shoe being skin cancer, <laughs> so, <laughs> like all the way through. And when it didn't drop, it's not that I felt robbed. I just felt like I never truly understood how the structure was working or like signaling to me.
2: Right. Yeah. It makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: All right,
0: so the Movie Gang Podcast gives it a seven point six 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 out of ten. What is that? Round up or down? Up.
2: Uh, we can meet in the middle from seven point five or up. We uh, go yeah. eight. eight Why?
0: Well, I, I feel I feel bad because my seven pulled it down. All <laughs> right, up. I'll give I'll give it a seven point five. We'll go okay, eight. Five. How about okay.
3: that? <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> we'll be fine.
0: I, I like literally. I like. I'm I'm very. I, I like this movie. I just think that like I can't put my finger on it
2: well you're right like dramatically it's it's odd it's an odd film yeah which, which is not
0: bad which is not bad that's not the same thing as bad you know
2: what i mean yeah
0: yeah it's just I, <laughs> it's, it's its own thing all right the movie gang podcast gives a professor marston and uh the wonder women an eight out of ten go right. check it out uh for the movie gang podcast this has been ben haworth see you guys later and uh sorry jesus christ sarah becker (laughs) thanks for listening been a person who has been here sorry
1: (laughs) the whole time
0: I I know (laughs) I'm (laughs) not disagreeing sorry like Twitter Twitter uh, popped up I put out a call for questions on Twitter we actually got some but we're not gonna do this now I'm sorry it's too late it's too late (laughs) I've said everything I want to say about this movie (laughs) all right we're done we're tucked out (laughs) all right Uh, for everyone here at the movie gang podcast thanks for listening head on over to Tuscan and check out all our other various podcasts Uh, again from everyone here uh, same thing just fucking go god damn it I will edit something else there. Okay. (laughs) Okay.